I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yep, yep. Uh, okay. I love me some of your mama. Oh, true that, true that. Don't call me baby. Don't call me daddy. Only she can do that. Okay, me and your mama be fucking. Yep, boy, you don't know nothing about that. You seen her looking all mad, mad. Ain't it time for your nap? You wake up and I'm back, back, eating all your snacks. Ha. Don't ask me to help with your math, stupid. Ain't my fault you can't add. Don't be up here fake crying, lying, boy. Up in the keyhole, straight spying. Un- only knock the door if you dying. I wish I could stay in her here forever. I love it. You the only reason me and your moms ain't together, little bitch. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Test Podcast, the host Rod and Karen. What? Mm, damn lyrics. That's a uh, milk by Lil Sean. I think yeah, I think I heard that song before, but mm-hmm. mm-mm. What you think he was talking about? That's how little kid look at you sideways and want to stab you and they eating their goddamn snacks, nigga. Well, Nicki Minaj is on it, so I mean. Well, I don't see what's wrong that with That baby it. looking forward to their snacks, and you eating them, eating this snack, and fucking their mama. Just won't he, he take that, won't he help them with their mad. Not everything is a love connection, Karen. <laughs> this is the Blackout Tips Podcast, and this is our feedback episode. We read all the feedback that you guys, um, you know, have sent in to us, and uh, congratulate and thank you guys for doing so. Um, of course... Uh, there's a bunch of ways to do it. They easy to go to the blackoutist.com. You can do a bunch of stuff from there. Donate to the show, become a premium subscriber. Um, you can, uh, vote in the polls, leave comments. We'll read all that today on the show. You can email the show, the blackout tips at gmail.com. You can, um, do so much stuff. Like just do it. Do all of it. Leave us five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. And we promise to read those on the show as we will today. Um, the official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. Mm-hmm. And, uh, let's talk about the people who did donate to the show because you guys make it worth doing. Yes, you do. Corey E from Sakalana. He donated to the show with a one-time donation. Thank you, Corey. Yes. Lucy A recurring donator. Thank you very much, Lucy. Mm-hmm. Conrad L, uh, first time recurring first time donated to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, Corey A, aka the Tickler, recurring donation. Thank you very much. Got a one-time donation from Sophia L. Thank you very much, Sophia. We appreciate it. We do. Um, who else we got here? We also got a recurring donation from Brina H. I believe she's new. I believe she's new. Yeah, not never maybe her second time. Yep. Maurice November, uh, Miami Vice uh, villain. He do- returned, donated to the show. Yes. Sherelle, I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. Uh, Sherelle B, uh, all the way from, uh, the MO. Uh, we appreciate you, uh, with the, with the, with the, uh, one time donation. Thank you so much. Yes. Appreciate you, Sherelle. Um, M. Stevens, thank you so much for your recurring donation again. Mm-hmm. Great seeing you. Uh, Jacqueline P, recurring donation. Thank you very much, Jacqueline. I believe she's new. Mm-hmm. Ruben J. Yes, Ruben J. Um, yes. Sounds like a new. I feel like I would remember a Ruben. By the way, one of the best sandwiches in the game. Right. Not, yes. enough, not enough people make Rubens, man. And if they do, a lot of them ain't good. Pete B. I believe he's a new donator. Thank you very much, Pete B., recurring donator. Uh, Rad Film Lawyer, Olivia, recurring donation. Thank you very much. Thank you, sweetie. And uh, that is everybody for this week, man. That was a lot of people. I'm very, very happy. Thank you so much, guys. Um, let's talk about the people who left five-star reviews, okay? 
not everything's about money, guys. You know, if you want to spread the word, you don't got to be rich. You don't have to put in. Sometimes you can just do something simple like leave us a five-star review on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and we promise to read it on the show. If you're from another country and you leave an iTunes review, let us know because we we can't read them if they're not from the U.S. unless you tell us ahead of time, okay? Right. B-Person writes in. Very, or maybe it's B. Pearson, but, uh, very entertaining five stars. I found out about this podcast when I heard Rod on Bomani's podcast, and I'm happy that I did. The social issues that you guys discuss keeps me thoroughly entertained and helps me get through my work day. Keep up the good work, you two, and check out my podcast, the DJ Blaze Radio Show. I'd love to hear some feedback from seasoned podcasters as yourself. Um, I don't really do podcast feedback that way. But, uh, you know, everybody go check out the show, man. Yes. You know, I, I personally don't like telling people what to do. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, if you write in and you want some advice, I'll definitely give you advice or whatever if I can. But it'll be very general. I don't like being like, I was listening to your show. You talk too much because somebody else might love that shit. Right. It's very for everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm, you listen to me, I might fuck your show up. First of all, you don't say nigga nearly enough. <laughs> be every three sentences. Second of all, why ain't you smacking them bitches? Yeah, what is going yeah. on? Not enough cussing. I don't think you want. But I'm on a guys. Christian radio show. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Next episode needs to be called "Fuck Jesus." Let's get controversial. <laughs> uh, easy listen, five stars by Ruth Victorin. She says, uh, "I really enjoy this podcast. My boyfriend introduced me to it when we first started dating. I enjoy the logic and reason, as well as the range of topics that are covered." Yeah, I, I I I like that review because if uh, someone reads that, they go, "Wow, this sounds like a really informative, ah, reasonable, reasonable show." You know, I'm glad they said this, and then they probably get it and be like, "What the fuck is this shit?" They lied. Mm-hmm. I love Rod and Karen. Five stars by Nina's PB. How the heck did it take me so long to leave a review? Rod and Karen are real people who give a, an honest take on pop culture. They're also funny as heck. I'm not cussing because Apple Police. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I feel you. Love what you do. Keep up the great work. P.S. They're also so committed. They put out high quality several times a week. Nina. Thanks, Nina. Thank you, sweetie. We definitely try to. Um, Addicted to you. Five stars by NP Braves. I wrote a five star review for this podcast about a year ago. And for whatever reason, it didn't post. So sorry it took me so long to write another because this show is deserving of all five stars. I love the weekly banner, laughs and games. This podcast even got me into Game of Thrones. Anyhow, check them. You will soon also be very much addicted. Well, thank you. Um, and it's cool that we got people in the Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I feel like HBO should give us a like three months free. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> love this podcast. L. Williams. Rod and Karen just wanted to let you guys know your podcast gets me through my work day. Love all the topics you discussed. And hopefully soon I will be able to become a premium member. Fingers crossed. We hope so, too. Yeah, we do. Stay in good shape. Take care of yourself. Take all your medications. Mm-hmm. Work out. Y'all premium folks got to stay fit. Yeah, we actually have. Uh, I did a new medium talk um, uh, since Wednesday was last week uh, with uh, Rhonda A. Lee. Uh, people who've been listening to the show for a couple of years will remember we talked about her on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was the black lady who had uh, short, natural hair and um the someone wrote into facebook complaining about her hair and she basically replied back on facebook to what i i didn't think was very rude at all or whatever and they uh end up firing her so 
you know, we got to talk about that. We got to talk about her love of the weather and meteorology and how she got into the field and all that stuff, man. She was like so nice and uh, such a good person. And, uh, you know, she's still looking for work still wow. even after all that like wow yeah she was saying she did a, a, a job interview for one city i think it was san francisco or something and they were like your hair is too aggressive and what? if and guys i posted her picture on the episode so you can see it really like you would think her hair must have had guns in it or something it was it just it's normal black people hair which is aggressive honest like i'm not trying to be funny like when it comes to most people, most people don't pay that any attention. But if you ever realize most weather people or anybody that does news, black, white, Asian, whatever, they normally have straight, flat European hair, like flat, mm-hmm. flat, no um, curls, not unless their hair is like a natural curl. But even a lot of times they flatten their curls out. They want your hair to be flat. They want your hair to be straight. Uh, they don't want no natural anything on your hair. If your hair is, a lot of times they prefer your hair to be to your shoulders a lot of times. They only like, like short crops. Yeah. Um, and I just, I just think it's weird just to, to act like that that's a standard that you must have for doing the news. Like you're going to frighten somebody away when they turn on their TV to look for the news. Yeah. Putting, uh, talking to her made me mad all over again, but. Like I said, man, she's so smart and gracious and, and all this wonderful stuff. And, it, you know, really cool person, man. And uh, it sucks when bad things happen to cool people. But I respect her so much for taking a stand. You know what I mean? Like that, like that is uh, pretty cool, man. So, um, but yeah, I, it was, you know, it was just crazy that uh, I was like, I told her, like, I think when we covered your, your, your segment, we were probably doing effing with black people, and I'm pretty sure you got a hundred. She did. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, cause that's crazy to me, man. A hundred. Um, but uh, yeah. So check out that if you have a premium and you can look at medium talk and all that stuff. Back to these five star reviews, though. Um, let's see. Uh, what I just do? L. Williams or did I do M. P. Braves? I don't remember. Uh, Game of Thrones. Okay, did, you did that Game one. of Thrones. Soon become a premium member. Thanks, Q. With the good work. That was L. Williams. So mm-hmm. Mudro, Rod and Karen are the best by Mudro. I will always be a fan. I hate to admit it, but Rod laughs makes me Rod's laugh makes me fall on the floor. Y'all keep up the good work. I noticed that every year the show gets better by adding segments. Let that premium keep rolling, and Karen can come home for good. Mm-hmm. I agree. I Continue agree signing up, man. We would love to be able to do this, both of us, full time. Um, just to take it, you know, even further. Right. To the next level. Like that right there, we, we could really it's we have a lot of stuff planned, but we like, hey, that gotta wait and that gotta wait. We can't do this yet and we have to put a lot of things off. So for those of you that are thinking about it, it really does matter and you help us to produce more products for you. So it's not just you getting premium shows, it's you helping us do other things that we have in store. Mm-hmm. Um so I appreciate it, man, because do. You know, like I said, it's it people signing up man it always makes my heart swell when you see like a new person going premium and stuff like that because like you know hopefully you know at least they're giving us a chance to you know offer them more entertainment you know i feel like it's so much more than worth than people's money like i'm a podcast fan i've gone premium for like keith and the girl Mm -hmm. and you know they work so hard and they put out so much content and also i 
want to support them because they're you know i want to see them do well mm-hmm. i love i love them to have that security and stuff and you know i was a person that went premium when you know i didn't like i i don't even know if i had a job when i went premium and but it's like a badge or honor to me i can't speak for how our program works for other people but i know with keith and a girl it's a badge or honor to me that i kept that when i lost my job yeah we never i've kept that anything. when you know times got hard i've kept that when you know bills were coming in while well, i was like i don't know what the fuck i'm gonna do but it i was like if i want to be a podcaster with my for my life and i want people to be able to, to like depend on us mm-hmm. to do that then i need to be able to look within myself and be able to do it for somebody else because if not then 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 i don't really believe i guess you know what i mean yeah. like if i was if i was ever like oh man car payment just is too much i'm just not gonna i'm, I'm not gonna i'm gonna cut my subscription like i like then i really wouldn't be able to sit here with any confidence and talk to our audience and be like what we do is worth it you know um not to mention there's so many other podcasters and people that you know um they they do work um and but but maybe like they were a comedian so they got a certain type of backing or uh they're part of a network where you know someone kind of brings them in under their wing or something like that like we're you know we're out here on our own doing it by ourselves man and it means the world to me to be able to say like yeah people believe in us and people enjoy being premium and people want to see us succeed you know a lot of people there's all kind of stigmas with you know black audiences and black people that you can't do this shit you know and uh it's cool that our faith in our audience has been rewarded and our faith in ourselves has been rewarded you know because we you know like people basically were betting on us to continue to put out stuff people signed up for a year which means they expect this shit to be here for a year and i was so glad like when I saw that number 52 next to Balls Deep Sports, like that was a big proud moment for me because I said we did this every fucking week every, for a year. Like, every week, dog. You know, like you and Justin been on it. Right. Like you got like there's people that only do a sports show a week and not know other five other shows and shit and they skip weeks and we fucking did it. So, you know, I want people to feel rewarded and part of the process and that connection with our audience, it matters a lot. So, you know, thank you so much, guys. Yeah, and uh, uh, before you go on, and also I wanted to tell everybody, for everybody that, all our fans, but for the fans that uh, take the extra effort and go premium, we, it's just, it's just a way of saying thank you since you're talking about this, because it does matter. It makes us feel good when we can say we have fans that support us enough where my husband can stay at home and work on the show. There's no bigger feeling than that. And it's one of those things where premium people, we think about y'all when y'all are asleep, y'all work, y'all exercise. Like, I don't think y'all realize how much you guys stay on our minds mm-hmm. as far as trying to uh, produce and do things for y'all and uh, continuing to grow. And so it does matter to everybody that gives one-time donation, recurring donation, uh, to everybody that actually, even if you don't have the money, everybody actually pushes and supports because you might run across somebody that might become a premium member. Right. So that matters also. So and I think a lot of times when you don't say anything or, you know, like we're still not out of the clear. We still, you know, I'm not making as much money as this as I was my old job. So like, you know, bills still come in. None of that shit changes. Mm-mm. Um, not to mention the, your money has to go through so many different hands before you can pay yourself and all the business aspects and all this shit. But it's so worth it for doing something that you love. But at the same time, like, 
it i think there's like this assumption like well they've been here so they'll always be here but it's like if people wouldn't have gone premium if, if, if suddenly everybody drops off or whatever then there won't be a show like this is no safety net anymore there's no more oh uh x amount of people decided fuck it it's not that good anyway then somebody got to get a job. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, it, like, it matters. You know, it was a lot of risk, man. Uh, North Carolina changed the unemployment rules to six months when we did this. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we went from, it used to be two years. Now it's, hey, uh, six months, you need to have a job. You need to start your own business and be paying yourself in six months. Like, it was crazy, man, um, and we couldn't have done it without you guys. So Mm-mm. anytime we hear somebody saying like, hey, man, I love the premium stuff, uh, keep rolling, or, you know, I'm going to become premium, whatever, like it always does like mean something to me. I see every single email, whether we when we get paid, I see an email. When we don't get paid, I see an email. Every morning, the first thing on my mind is how much did we make? Did we Are we making this shit work? Every morning, you know what I mean? So I it, it, that connection with the audience, that connection with what you guys sacrificed to, 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 to like make sure that we have a show and all that stuff, it's, it's always appreciated. And like I said, I, I, I love it when people say they love a show that is a print, uh, interview, uh, mm-hmm. uh, a, a segment on a premium show or whatever, because it's always like, yeah, that's why we do it, you know? Yeah, and I also love the fact when people be like, well, I just want to listen to Balls Deep or I just want to listen to Nerd Off. Oh shit, I started listening to movie reviews and I like that. Or right. I started listening to this other stuff because the thing is, when you go premium, you get access to everything, everything that we do. And so that's one good thing about it. You can dictate what you won't listen to or will listen to. We suggest that if you go on premium, just listen to everything because you don't know what you will and won't like. Um, Derek writes, writes in, uh, best podcast ever, five stars. This show should be number one on your playlist. It is funny, insightful, and entertaining. By the way, my boss Greg is getting on my nerves. Had to get that off my chest. He will never hear this anyway. Kill with the good work, Rod and Karen. Uh-huh. That's right. Fuck you, Greg. I got your back, Derek. We got okay. you. Got your cup, sir. We also had some five star reviews on, um, Stitcher. Um, now I, I will read the one that's 10 days old because I don't know if we read it or not. Lil Sean John Wayne, does that sound familiar? No. Five stars, thebomb.com, great show, great quality, never disappoints, keep up the great work. Mira Nirvana, five stars, says, I love this show. Hi, Rod and Karen, my cousin introduced me to this show and I can't get enough of it. I find myself singing guest, the Guest the Race song at the worst times, but it's so catchy. I love the chemistry between you two and I will become a premium subscriber soon. Smiley face, thanks so much. Well, thank you, Mira Nirvana. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And before you move on, to leave us a five-star review on uh, iTunes, go to any Apple device and um, go to your iTunes and uh, type in the Black Eye Who Tips. And up in the left-hand corner, it says, leave us a five-star review. Leave us some stars and, ty- and type in the words. We don't care. It was a motorcon. Whatever it is, we will read it as long as it's five stars. If you do not have an Apple device, uh, register an account on iTunes.com and leave a, review for, a five-star review for us and any other uh, of your favorite podcasts that are I- on iTunes. To leave us a five-star review on Stitcher, the easiest way is through whatever mobile app that you're using you can leave us five star review per episode and thank you everybody in advance that are thinking about it considering it you know you you know you've been lazy now i'm gonna leave it i'm gonna leave it now is the time leave us a five star review thank you everybody (laughs) yep make sure you guys 
do those five star reviews man it might have been the longest time maybe you forgot maybe you're embarrassed because it's been so long you're like oh no trust it every time we read a five star review everything's forgiven yeah it's like i've been listening to the show for 17 years and i never left review i don't care yeah right now is on time to us exactly plus guys we're really close to 500 on itunes which would be a huge milestone there's so many people that will never get it um so yeah you might want to check that out man um let's talk about people who left comments on the website okay the blackoutist.com you can go to different episodes and leave your comments in here and stuff and we appreciate everybody that takes time out to do it um what happened to butterbean's comment i don't know oh it was here um but yeah did it disappear now it just says the letter g i don't i don't know she had a long maybe she moved it to uh another place all right well I'll, she may have she okay. may have moved it to it was uh on the book club food stamp bitches okay oh so she may have moved it to uh the actual uh food stamp bitches uh um uh episode where we did the review so I'll, I'll check that and see if maybe that's where it is uh real quick oh give me one second to let it load yeah she moved it. Okay, okay cool cool all right just wanted to make sure we didn't miss a comment so um all right uh we got a new uh couple new tippy nominations okay uh best interview sarah j medium talk 23 from prince Laurent. that was good thank you thank you sarah j was an excellent um interview as always man and uh she's you know it's like i feel like the more i interview her the more stuff i find out like i didn't know she was married while she was doing porn me either she just dropped that one out of nowhere so she's cool and she likes me so you know that's awesome you know what i mean that's that's crazy but uh small world right twitter's mm-hmm. a small world mm-hmm. and she's relaxed around you which makes a big difference yeah well i'm also not spending the whole time being like so what size are them titties and you're not judging her either which is what a lot of people do yeah uh prince Laurent says funniest moment balls sports 46 at the two either two i guess two hour and 30 minutes mark great uh great went up at the Karen brings up walking in the rain oh wait we already did that one this is out of order yeah yeah why is this out of order it should be all in the same anyway um another one from linda brother says what up i wanted to send a quick message to nominate episode 721 as best episode for the next tippy award show this is the food step bitches book review that nick jew and i were on it was a funny episode and i feel like we all did a good job discussing the book that's a good one yeah, we we did. A lot of people said they're going to go check it out. So for those of you that are behind, uh, you can get on the food stamp bitches. Uh, I don't know what our next book is going to be, but, you mm-hmm. know, we're going to give you the uh, uh, book number two and uh, uh, go on to the next book and do another review. I'm looking forward uh, to this. And for those of you that are new to the show and going, well, what the hell is a tippy? Uh, 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 what the hell is the tippies? The tippies is a, a annual show that we do. Here on the Blackout Who's Tips, we do favorite moments, best guests, and, and a lot of other things. We, ha- we have a, 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 a post on our website at theblackoutwhotips.com. And so as you listen and you have all these funniest moments and things you remember, uh, tag them onto the page. And uh, next year we will do a recap of the show and just do a big old show where we just congratulate everybody for all their moments and things like that. Yep. And uh, we actually, uh, you know, play the clips and all that stuff mm-hmm. from... From around the, uh, from, from all over the year when we did the, uh, show. So you guys, uh, will be in for a treat if you never heard a tippy episode before. 
um episode 719 don't spoil hashtag them thrones was uh the feedback show mm-hmm. um and the person who, who did it they actually email uh direct message me or direct message us or something and i told her like it's no hard feelings is you know i understand but just you know we're very meticulous about that because there's so many people out here with so many spoilers and they just offhand throw stuff out and you're like uh-oh uh should we allow emails and guests on them thrones episodes anymore yes just don't just let them know not to spoil it no it's too risky and i don't care yes just let them know not to spoil it one 68 percent i agree with that group no it's too risky 20 percent, and i don't care 11 percent. when i made this poll i was mad as shit so uh i was in the no group <laughs> but i think cooler heads prevailed and yes because there are a lot of uh people uh that we uh listen to and know of that we're going to reach out to that are other podcasters and we would love to hear and interact with them so i'm looking forward to it yeah boo radley writes calm down bruh and while you're at it how about a timestamp for those of us who don't watch game of thrones and don't care to hear about it oh uh, well because uh i feel like that was a pretty rude comment you won't be getting shit T. Dot Day, <laughs> T. Dot Day says, hello, Rod and Karen, loving the shows. I guess I missed the reason why Patrice is no longer available to discuss Disney Thrones. Missed that girl. Uh, well, she's busy. She says she's busy with work and mm-hmm. schedule. We had to move the show around a lot. So, uh, I've been listening to Dem Thrones since you guys started. And at the time, I only saw maybe a few episodes of the first season, but I love the way you guys viewed the episodes. One of my favorite reviews is when you refer to everyone's names being black names. Funny stuff. But I'm now up to date, and it makes the reviews much that much fun and insightful. Please keep them thrones going, and if your guests and listeners respect what it's all about, it's all about the TV show. And not to leave out the most ratchet member, Justin, glad to have you back. By the way, where is Chill? Chill's still around, mm-hmm. um, you know, but, uh, you know, going through life. Uh, Derek writes in, I voted no because there's always one idiot out there who will screw it up. There's always one dummy in the group. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, every year I feel like we have a scare with the spoilers and I have to be like, come on, man. KJ Dollar wrote, I voted yes. I, w- I haven't quite, uh, wa- I haven't watched one episode of Game of Thrones, but I like to hear the recap of what happened from all- you all's perspective. I look forward to hearing those episodes and I know a lot of people, other people do also. Just warn the guests and screen emails. If the guest doesn't follow the rules, don't have them back, don't end the show over someone's foolishness though. And Bo Radley, interesting that you would use that name, or Boo Radley, interesting you use that name. Either skip those episodes or fast forward till you don't hear them talking about Game of Thrones anymore. It is a free show. Yeah, those are free, man. Also, I mean, it's going to be about an hour, mm-hmm. you know? So just skip to an hour and 15 minutes, hour, 10 minutes, or whatever. Yeah, we'll be talking about something else. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, obviously I'm not changing the show or doing anything. Um, so, yeah, I like Them Thrones, and I like... Yeah. our listeners i've enjoyed it and especially now i there's a lot of episodes that i i just you know skipped over and it was like hey i'm starting right here uh but even for that is it is fun uh watching the show uh and going back and doing it and listening it is a lot because i even go back and listen to them like after we do the show and they're just as just as funny and for those of you that don't watch the show there's a we give you a recap we have fans that hey y'all give me recaps when i go to work i'm not lost when they talk about certain characters you know i might not know everything but at least i'm informed mm-hmm. uh we got episode 720 with my father as a guest uh annual father's day episode mm-hmm. le chateau de Waffle. um <laughs> yeah. uh we had a couple comments adrian writes in 
I just had to stop the podcast and comment on the triple down Texas politician. She was the woman who said, I don't want black people on the school board. And then she kept saying, and right. It was, that was her, right? Yes. I'm with Karen. That lady gets bonus points for extra racism. Right. The yeah. extra points means we all lose. Damn. Great show. You should have, you should have your dad on more often. Hey, he is always welcome to be on the show as often as he wants. Uh, but that's a busy man. Yeah, like literally, his daddy is always doing something. Always. Uh, Prince Laurent says, the woman hating on Instagram pics reminds me of Mark Cuban. She thought that since she was being open about how absurdly, ins- oh, okay. There was a lady who wrote an article about, um, or I guess a blog post about keep your boobs out of my marriage and basically shaming women young women for taking pictures at the beach and bikinis and bathing suits and stuff like this because she felt insecure about her weight and stuff. And she was like, I'm not shaming you, but she was shaming you. She was, you know, my husband is not going to be able to help himself. You know, it's like, what? Well, that's your marriage. Okay. Nobody's. I didn't marry them. Yeah. The worst part was seeing other women co-signing in the chat, in the, in the comment section. That was the saddest part to me was just all these insecure people tons of you know there's a reason there you know everyone has a reason to 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 move there's a reason to cheat on holly berry so don't you know you gotta be a little bit more confident in your love or um, of each other you know or why even get married don't waste your time then she thought that since she was being open and how about how absurdly insecure people had to respect it and could not criticize her that's not how it works i almost made a comment about how men are not as insecure as women but then realized that was not true I'm so glad I did because that hot felon pick hit the web. These niggas were hating and pretend to be righteous. Yeah. I saw people like, how dare you? You a mother. What, 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 what did I miss? You haven't seen the picture of the, uh, the, the guy. He's a felon, uh, but he took a really good mug shot and everybody's been spreading it around and talking about him. Uh, I think he's been going by Felon Bay on, uh, Twitter. Uh, I think what people have been using um I'll, I'll see if i can find it real quick um but it, yeah it's it, it's it's just like kind of dumb because i mean he's just a dude that uh okay here's the picture i'll put it in the chat room too um let's see this is a guy that you know is attractive and women were like you know how it is like uh, how people are like, oh my God, so it's like Idris Elba, like, oh my God, he's so fine, he's so fine, he's the best, you know. Yeah. It was just, women were just doing that, and most of them were being hilarious. Like, I spent all day laughing. Yeah. Cause it was so damn funny. It was, I put some on them books. I, you know, girl, <laughs> we need to get a change.org petition to get him out, you know. I get you some cinnamon buns, baby. But it got so crazy, and we're gonna talk about it tomorrow on the show. I have an article and stuff, but it got okay. so crazy, like, they went and interviewed him in in the jail and wow all this stuff and dudes start getting super duper like insecure self-righteous one dude wrote an article about like yeah you know uh anyone can take a good picture because i got another picture of him with gold teeth and he looks ugly you know like and here's a picture of me looking good and a picture of me looking like I'm like nigga why are you so hurt like right dudes do this all the time with yeah. women but it's it's i don't know it's just something about when women do it all hell breaks loose you like nigga fuck you i be seeing shit roll up and down my timeline all the time mm-hmm. with women and all that stuff i don't care mm-hmm. so just let women be yeah, but yeah, people was all, yeah, yeah, sisters need to, you know, do better with themselves. You know how it is. Like, we just like, is that really the problem or are you just insecure as fuck? Uh, 
Well, if you, why, that's why good men can't get a woman because of, I'm like, shut the fuck up. That ain't got nothing to do with that. That's you. That's you and your problems. Not this dude in jail. We had a poll. Do you think fancy funerals are cool? Cause they have funerals where they set people up to do things they loved in real life and go look at the corpse and stuff. Yes, you can set them up the way they live. 28%. No, this is going to get out of control. 50% agree with me. It is going to get out of control. It's tasteless. 22% of people take it even further. <laughs> Redbone Science says, if anyone poses my body like I'm in the kitchen cooking, I want to come back to life and whoop everybody's tail for letting my burial be, day be a day for them and not for me. I want to go respectfully, dress nice and in a nice, simple coffin or cremated. Don't prop me up over a counter chopping chicken and stuff just because ah! you know I like to cook. Hell, I like to masturbate, too, but don't set me up with a porn, a vibrator, a tube, a lube, hand sanitizer, and a towel. I like that her uh, process is so thorough. Do do that for my birthday, which is August 26th. And just to save you some money, don't forget to use that TBGWT code at adamandeve.com. There you go. So save 50%. She's not she's not trying to break your pockets, people. Mm-hmm. She just wants to celebrate her birthday in a frugal, responsible manner. Yeah, did you say the percentages or you just wrote read the numbers? I, oh, I thought I said the percentages, but I'll go back. The percentages are 50% said it's going to get out of control. 28% said... They were with Karen, just set them up how they live, and 22% said it's tasteless. Okay. Um, we also had episode 721, Food Stamp Bitches. Uh, Butterbean, where we reviewed Food Stamp Bitches with Nick Jew and uh, my man Leonard Brothers. Mm-hmm. This is a great read, y'all. Mm-hmm. Butterbean says, great show, guys. It reminds me of when I was a high, a high school freshman and we passed around the black romance magazines like Black Confession and Bronze Thrills. Yeah. I love those names. While waiting for the next Terry McMillan novels. Please ask the author to get on your show for an interview. She certainly has some explaining to do. Although I can kind of understand how these books can go published without being properly edited. She has got to explain why why she went with that horrible title when I had nothing to do with the plot and the tacky cover. I would have passed on a book like this and not bother flipping it over to read the synopsis. I'm sure that I'm not the only person that does that. And it's probably cost her plenty of other potential readers. You know what? Go ahead and respectfully ask her what's up with the half-assed editing job, too. Anyway, I'm glad that it was still an entertaining read, and it made for a very funny segment on your show. Well, you know, um, I know when we even announced that we were going to read it, people came on Facebook. We got a comment on the website, like, this says black people back and all this stuff. So Mm. some people do probably do read that and just expect it to be like, uh, you know, not respect for good at all i think it was like you know no offense a tyler perry type play like mm-hmm. it wasn't like it, it wasn't terrible as far as like it has some good messages and shit in it mm-hmm. but at the same time it was entertaining you know i wouldn't say it was necessarily what a great literary romp it, but it was definitely it had me laughing and and just waiting in anticipation to review it on the show yes and uh uh the medium talk you did with the uh lady that does like the book review, the smart bitches lady. Yeah. Um, listening to that, I learned a lot about the traditional romance novel covers. And that is not a traditional romance novel cover. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you normally have like the five year old looking white dude on the front and you know, they've actually uh she's she even said she was very educational. She was even saying that a lot of black people who write books get angry because they take their shit out of the romantic area 
and put it over there with shit that's irrelevant to what they're talking about when they're talking about erotic stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's just one of those things where I think a lot of people get angry anytime a woman's posted any type of way across the front of a cover. So there was nothing she could do with, you know, I mean about that. I like the cover. Like you say, if they were porn stars, so a lot of people aren't familiar with that. They didn't know that. Uh, and my thing is like, they said, don't judge a book by its cover. That's actually a true statement. Like you say, most people look at it and be like, this is some bullshit. I definitely judged that one by its cover and was like, "Mm, I want to read this. What's inside of it? Mm -hmm. Is, is that Stacey Adams on the front? I don't think I need to check this book out. Um, but, uh, yeah, so a lot of people, uh, you know, and, and if I did interview her, I probably wouldn't ask her the way you just put that because that seems pretty rude and i would not yes have anyone on my show so i could be rude to him Mm-mm. what's up with your half-ass editing job this ain't uh fucking what's what's uh you know this isn't like uh i'm not gonna ambush her this isn't maury and shit you know uh adrian writes in nice book review guys i got mad all over again when everybody started talking about jewel who smoked all the tvs all them dog that lady made no sense to me she didn't ask her son nothing about the double bags of money Mm-mm. she was always the most self-righteous even though the reader knew of her drug habits the other girls did go by themselves to clients houses but jewel was trying going to the trap house to get hooked up but she somehow thought she had the privilege to judge the other three women yeah jewel was I think Nick Ju said Jewel must be some like in real life a woman that she don't like. Yes, <laughs> not attractive. She's like you can't go. Jewel got a gets a hundred for fucking with black people. That was a great first book for the club. Very ratchet yet still tasteful. Rod did a good job as the moderator and kept the discussion going. I enjoy how Karen and the guests had several points to bring up. People discussed, but nobody repeated topics. Next time I'm going to try and listen live so I can participate in the chat room. Great show. Yeah, man, we encourage everybody to listen mm-hmm. live and participate in the chat for something like that because people had questions and different insights and stuff in the chat room and it made it even fun. Yes. Um, here's the, uh, poll and this is, uh, this is surprising results. The poll was, should we continue the TBGWT book club? Yes, this was fun. No, I don't get it. And I didn't read the book, but I will next time. This is a very surprising results for me because no, I don't get it had zero votes wow there wasn't one person who was like this this shit sucked or <laughs> you know fuck this book it's setting black people back everybody was like either yes this was fun 65 percent of people yeah and 35 percent said i didn't read the book but i will next time so they can get in on the discussion i had no idea if reading would go over so well with our audience yes 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 we have a very intelligent audience i think a lot of times because the majority of our audience is black a lot of people underestimate their intelligence but they are very very smart people and we had a couple comments too uh fantasia writes in kqrj space pr apostrophe hmm i'm just joking that's not on here um (laughs) mike in london writes in (laughs) mike in london writes in i read the book Next time, it would be great if there was some way for us to all give you brief comments on the book, emails or something. Um, well, you know what, man? Um, I, we definitely would. Uh, we had a thread on the website where we were accepting comments. I wanted people to write in with their thoughts and stuff, but we just never got anybody to do it. So next time, you know, we'll post it on the website again. Yeah. And um, if if you guys want to, um, like, leave your comments there, if you want to email us even, if you want to 
tune into the show live we're more than happy mm-hmm. to uh yeah we answer you your know, questions yeah. and comments and things like that so, we'd love to have that so yes. please do mel says loved how short and ratchet the book was can't wait to hear what the next title will be and Derek Bates says, I actually read the book and I enjoyed the hell out of the book club podcast. Only problem is that now Amazon has now suggested I read classics like Ratchet Bitches and Real Housewives of Section 8. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting those too. I'm getting those too. What you got to do is you got to accept the free books from Amazon too. And then with the free books, they change it up a little bit. It's like, oh, you also like the spy novel. So, but yeah, if you only read Food Stamp Bitches. You will get quite a few recommendations for related literature, if uh, if you will. Um, let's see. We had episode uh, seven twenty two. Tywin had the boat. No comments, but we did have a poll. Are you upset with the casting for the Lifetime Aaliyah movie? Yes, this is a shame. No, it's fine with me, and I just don't care. Yes, it's a shame. Six percent of our audience thinks it's a damn shame. No, it's fine with me. 23% of people don't care. Uh, don't, you know, have no problem with the casting. Uh, and, uh, 71% just don't even care. Let's look in the chat, in the chat room. I was looking for the, uh, comments. Since I have offspring and have to watch the Disney Channel, I'm a little familiar with the Zendia girl. Her, uh, daddy, a big black man, and her mom is the best Latina white, if not just white white is at best latino wife not just white white she can sing and dance and act that has depth on her eyes she'll be all right y'all just surprised disney is letting her portray a sexy character like Aaliyah while on their books and this will probably be the only comment on this poll well she was wrong this is the, this is the most comments this week i know that's miss christopher wrote that yep miss christopher wrote. erica says i'm with rod i'm wondering why this singer needs to be chronicled in a movie she had a couple good songs but other than that this project is about money they saw how well tlc movie did so now everybody is going to have a story that needs to be told i think so too yep Dave Chappelle can re- uh, Kyle says Dave Chappelle can reprise his role as R. Kelly for this movie, complete his comeback, and maybe win some awards. <laughs> trip, trip, trip. KJ Dollar says, I was a huge Aaliyah fan in high school and freshman year, and I don't even care that much. I didn't even think, I don't even think I'm going to see the movie. Yeah, man. I, uh, yeah. I don't know if I watch this either, to be honest with you. Prince Laurent says, I have zero plans to watch this movie, even though I would consider myself a pretty big Aaliyah fan. But I helped rile up all the black women on my Facebook. There was one big collective eye roll when the news hit. It was good. And they're going to watch it anyway. Yeah, well, I hope it's good, honestly, man. I Like, I have no ill will towards that girl. And Mm -mm. sometimes it's like anything. It's like any casting news. People get so upset sometimes. But if the person does a good job, then 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 it's fine. You should take it back. You know, like I it's I don't, it's like how I got mad when I heard Ben Affleck was getting cast as Batman. But cooler heads prevail. I took some time and said, you know what? Maybe he'll do a good job. And if he does a good job, then do I really have a problem with him? No. You know, I should only have a problem after I see it. If I see it and I'm like, that dude was fucking terrible as Batman, then I'll say something. But you know, let's see if she if she has singing on her resume, dancing, all this other stuff that Aaliyah was doing at the time, and she can pull this off. Good, good luck to her. Also, it's just a lifetime movie. That's all. Kyle says, I think time. Uh, oh wait, episode uh, seven twenty three hashtag bring back our hot mustard, where uh, we talked about a bunch of stuff. Uh, 
um, on the show, including our hot mustard no longer being served at McDonald's. Yes, I'm still upset about that. We talked about a time piece on uh, time.com let Bell Knox write an article. So Cal wrote in about that. I think Time thought that publishing Bell Knox's article would get some younger readers to the site, especially after they published a really stupid cover article about young people last year. The only problem is that they could have found somebody who was smart and has a young audience. I mean, more people have been talking about Lupita Nyong'o than Knox lately. They should have had they should have begged her to write an article. Well, if she wanted to, and if she would, you know. True. Um, you know what I was thinking too, though, and maybe it's like part of my cynicism. Um, and uh, like someone sent me a video of this dude named Sam Smith, who's uh like white R and B house music pop type artist, you know. Mm-hmm. And the song he put out was like really gay friendly and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. In the video, he's kissing a woman, making out with her, but then they have two women making out, and then they have two dudes that look longingly at each other, but they don't make out because Lord knows we can't handle that. Um, and I was like, I like the song and the beat is cool and stuff, but I felt a little cynical because it was like, damn, man, like, is this the the Macklemore, like, machine now? Like, is this... Just the industry being like, what we need to do is take a white, handsome dude and put, like, you know, positive messages about equality and relationship stuff in there. But it's not necessarily genuine. It's more like this is our main. We're manufacturing this like like a product now. It's not any authenticity to it necessarily. This is just us selling what we think is hot. We think gay rights are hot right now. And we think white people singing black music, quote unquote, is hot right now. So we just combine that. And this will be like the Macklemore of R&B. You know what I mean? Yeah, because that was a formula behind what they do. They don't do what they do just because. Yeah. And so I was like, I, and I feel like I was being too cynical or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that someone asked me my opinion on the video. I'd never seen it before. And I was like, it feels weird. Like, it just feels like forced. And come to find out. The guy is Sam Smith is gay. So in the video, he's making out with a woman the whole video. And apparently this video has been re-edited. The first version didn't have the women making out or the dudes staring at each other. So they are like kind of faking it, you know, but they are like, it's, I don't know. You can't have him kissing no man. Lord knows you can't have him doing that. Yeah. But you know, obviously no, no offense to him or the Mm -mm. music or even the video. Honestly, man, it's all positive shit to me, but yeah, I was like, you know, I feel a little bit cynical and the bell Knox thing is going to that point with me too, where now I'm more cynical about her and the way that she's portrayed than I am what she has to say anymore. Now it's like, well, who's giving porn stars, time.com pieces you know like who's doing when did we start that and like who's going to be the next porn star none you know or just another like nothing until a woman looks like her or and like how genuine is she with her feminism and stuff like that or does she realize like hey feminism is the new wave i can ride this to prominence by claiming a certain few sec like you know same thing with monica Lewinsky, where like Hey, feminism is a buzzword. I throw that out and now no one can say anything critical of me because I've said this, you know, mm-hmm. and now people will defend me even without knowing the details about what I'm saying, because I said feminism and people are like, hey, you can't talk bad about a woman. 
so it's just very weird so um yeah the bell knox thing has kind of gotten to that point now where i'm like i don't know how genuine she's being and i don't know how genuine the attention she's getting is because so much of it seems like shit that nobody would care about if a different person said it i agree you know if it was a black woman if it was an older woman if they didn't go to duke if it was a man like any little thing changes and it's like you know if she did interracial porn and she had a big ass like people would be like oh i'm not i'm out i don't care anymore hc says congratulations again on the spree cast spotlight this week thank you cool to see fans show up and supporters always yeah thank you so much for the fans that showed up in the chat room seriously and thank you for the people that went back and watched it later on and retweeted and posted it mm-hmm. i was trying so hard to represent the show well and be on my best behavior in the chat room i even restrained myself from asking kathy cho to go with me anyway well-deserved <laughs> honor well she was very pretty yes and, she uh, was i don't blame you my man Mm-mm. you should have definitely tried to holler man you never know um Prince, you should have came on camera and be like kathy that's cool but what you doing you know uh but she listens to the show and sometimes she'll be in the chat room so maybe mm-hmm. you can catch her in there uh by the way i have no idea kathy could be married i have no idea i'm just, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> we don't know i'm just trying to help you out player uh prince Laurent said we need to put more effort into the sauce revolution Last Monday was my last class, so me and a classmate went to McDonald's to get something to eat afterwards. We decided to split a 20-piece and order two large fries. I was happy because I knew I was winning. I did my fat nigga math and knew that there was no way she was eating more than seven nuggets. After we we ordered and paid, they tell us that they are running low on buffalo and barbecue sauce. Then proceed to give us only two sauces. Two fucking sauces? I had to dip my nuggets in ketchup like a damn kindergarten student. I did get my 14 nuggets, though. Oh, Prince Laurent, oh, dog, I feel so bad for you, bro. Like, on some real shit, man, you do need to stand up. When some shit like that happens, you say, no, I want my money back. Take these nuggets and shove them. How, how do they do it? Is it one sauce per five nuggets? I don't know, man. Or one sauce per ten nuggets? Like, how do they get their numbers? That, well, he said they told him they were running out. Oh, okay. So they gave him only a, I would say I would refuse. I'm done. Yeah, I think it's one per five. I'm done kowtowing to the white man when it comes to this issue, guys. Sometimes we have to stand up for ourselves because nobody else is going to do it for us. Mm-mm. You're waiting for someone to come walking through that door and save you from, from, from getting ripped off with these sauces? Mm-mm, I say. Mm-mm. Mm. <laughs> too late we had uh some emails no voicemails this week we had some emails evan writes in hi my name is evan and i just found your show i will add you to my playlist on stitcher can't wait to start listening and i noticed how large your audience is i'm a fellow podcaster in greenville south carolina and i'm a local writer actor improviser and my friend jason writer comedian improviser is my co-host we are a general topic comedic comedic podcast inspired by kevin smith's smartcast called the bearded ones Search Bearded One on Stitcher and our main home site is Podbean. I'm contacting you because I wonder if you could give me some advice on how to grow an audience. We love doing it and we'll do it regardless, but we've been plugging away for two years and have almost 80 episodes now and have found it difficult to spread the word being that podcasts appeal to very specific audiences and everyone seems to have one. How did you grow your audience? Did you have a built-in audience from something else before you began? uh anyway thanks for your time i can't wait to hear you and if you know 
on a uh if you know of a way for us to grow ours any advice or name drop smiley face would be very appreciated we talk geek-centric general topics and do improvised sketches based on what we talked about if you like an example of content here's some youtube clips and he includes youtube clips and all this other stuff um well evan what i would say in general uh you have to be consistent and it's the biggest one and people gloss right the fuck over it every time um and you see these people later and they haven't put an episode out in six months or they said they were going to be weekly but then they took six seven weeks off or they said they were going to be uh daily and you know all of a sudden they're skipping days or Mm -hmm. they said they would be doing stuff at a certain time or certain topics and spinoff shows and they never come out or Mm -hmm. whatever they don't check in with their audience and say hey we're not going to be doing the show for three weeks because i'm gonna be out of town so to the listeners just we had a show three weeks ago and now we don't got shit you know so i would say consistency is number one find something find your schedule adjust it properly so that you constantly know when you'll be doing something and if you have to change it communicate with your audience you know if it was on thursdays but next week it's gonna be on wednesdays because you got a new schedule at school and now it's gonna be every wednesday you got to be you got to be out there and aggressively communicate with your audience and you need to start thinking about that shit before it happens no not a, like you can't have too many last minute ball drops you know yep and your audiences will care as much as you care if you yep. don't care and use sporadic they're just going to listen sporadic and the thing i've learned about pop because a lot of people who produce podcasts uh, are podcast listeners but if you produce a podcast you're not a podcast listener a lot of times you don't understand it from a listener's perspective and from a listener's perspective, if I look on your feed and you haven't posted anything in six months, you haven't posted anything in a year and a half, and then you come back, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of times those people are already gone and they will never come back because it's too much stuff to listen to. And the thing about podcasting, you can always be replaced by something else. Yeah, and people already are putting out const- like people are constantly putting out new material, new content. Mm-hmm without you doing shit and if you're not putting stuff out constantly then they're gonna move on Mm -hmm. not to mention um quality you know like uh get you get the best sound quality sound quality you can afford get the best equipment you can afford at the time um you know try to figure out ways to rig your stuff so that you can do more with it it takes hours and hours and hours of experimenting sometimes listening to our own show to be like oh wait that was wrong this was fucked up that was oh i didn't like the levels on this thing you know something like that you gotta you know you really need to pay attention to um and quality also goes with like what kind of show you want to do you know do you want to talk for an hour about one subject and one subject only do you need to do a lot of preparation i do way more preparation for this show than we actually do talking you know what i mean like the just prep and by prep i don't mean like meticulous like i don't have a clock on my side like oh we can only talk about this topic for four minutes like i wrote an itinerary i just mean like prep like here's a topic that we're going to talk about let me read the article beforehand let me be versed in the topic in the subject matter um you know let me put this article after that article because it kind of relates to this and it all follows the theme you know Little stuff like that. People constantly send me stuff. I'm constantly looking for stuff um, to cover and all that stuff. It, you know, that matters. But it's because of the type of podcast we do. Yeah. Um, another thing I would say, social media. You need to be active on social media and you need to engage your audience. You know, people hit us up all the time from the podcast, fans, listeners. Hey, hey uh, 
I saw this thing and it related to what you talked about, you know? And honestly, that's one of my biggest, biggest things I have to work on. Like, uh, you know, I've like, sometimes I don't have a lot of patience. Sometimes people hit me up and it's like some shit we talked about a year ago. And it's like, Hey, did you see this story? And it's like, yeah, a year ago, you know, but I, you know, it takes a lot for me personally to not be that asshole and be like, you know, we already talked about this shit, you know? So I, it, like I don't know if other people struggle with that kind of stuff or not, you know, because I'm not a person that's really comfortable being quote unquote popular. Um, so that's something you know you got to know yourself, you know. But I do recognize that having a connection and being genuine with our audience helps, and um, and I and I genuinely like most of our audience anyway. But you know, like that kind of stuff helps. Um, yeah. Go ahead. And for me, uh, I guess my biggest things is hard work dedication and time and that's something that people overlook when it comes to podcasting it's a lot of hard work you can never overlook that i think a lot of people get into it thinking i could tone the mic speaking the speaking the microphone and quote unquote be funny when a lot of people are not funny mm-hmm. um and and i can just make my audience grow and they don't want to put any work in or any effort behind it and you have to be dedicated in your craft and what you do and also time. Some things just take time, period. No matter what you do, it's just going to take time to build an audience. Audience growth does not happen overnight. Yeah, 80 episodes. Also, I don't know why we're so popular, which is another thing. Honestly, like we have a pretty decent-sized audience mm-hmm. and stuff, but I don't know what specifically we – I don't think there was a thing we did. Mm-hmm. I think people – there was a void. There was a vacuum of certain things in the – in the market kind of mm-hmm. and we just filled that niche like there wasn't a lot of black podcasts at the time there weren't a lot of black comedy podcasts at the time um there wasn't um a lot of uh husband and wife couples doing shows and there definitely weren't a lot getting that get along like mm-hmm. you know that i would say a lot of that stuff just right time right place probably um People interact with us on social media and stuff, and I think they go, hey, I'll give the shot, show a chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, one other thing I will add is um, you need to really focus on working with other people, collaborating. Um, a shout-out on a show is not going to help you. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Like I said, what, Bearded One, Search Bearded One on Stitcher earlier, majority of our audience is never going to search that. Now, some might, and you might get some listeners from it, and I hope you do. No no offense, I haven't heard your show, so, you know, if it's good, I hope you get people to listen to stuff. But it doesn't even matter if I told everyone, like, it's mandatory, you need to go listen. They like us. You know what I mean? Like, they might not like the next person. We bring guests on. Sometimes people don't like the guests. Uh, sometimes people go listen to the guest podcast, and they don't even like the shit. Sometimes they go listen, and it's great. It just depends on the person and the chemistry and how well they represent themselves. But if you get into like networking, having people on your show, uh, that, you know, from other shows and stuff, I think it helps everybody out. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of the things that when we got in, I refused to look at the, the podcasting game that way as a competition. It's everything's a competition for listening time, right? Mm-hmm. But what I was like, I don't want to look at other shows like, fuck that show. These niggas got number seven on the list and we're only number 10 because I thought that was just counterproductive. What I want to do is bring, um, if I'm a fan of the the number 12 show, I love to have them on our show because I would love to talk with them and chop it up and be fun and it would be fun. And 
and and it seems like I, at least our influence and imprint on this game so far has really helped a lot of people spread their names and like work together and collaborate with or without us they don't you don't even like there's so many people that don't even i've never even been on their show but i'm fans of their shows and yeah. they're fans of our show mm-hmm. you know um they're like that's cool to me that's like some i like watching that i like i feel like a proud father sometimes when i watch like how much the community especially for black people because you know um I think we've had a lot of influence in black podcasting, how much of a community it is. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people kind of rooting for each other, not against each other. It's mm-hmm. not a ton of beef and shit like that. There's a, you know, everybody doesn't like everybody. I'm sure. But you just don't constantly see like, Oh no, Saron Russell's going to go in on Leonard brothers today. Like people are just doing their shows and people are fitting in where they want. And, and it's beautiful to watch. So, mm-hmm. um, and I know you guys aren't black or do a black podcast, but I would say, um, you know, your community and your audience, man. Um, invite guests on your show if, if possible. If you don't, if it's not possible, get the technology to make it possible. Mm-hmm. You know? Cause um, we didn't always have the technology. Exactly, man. So I, I would do that, man. Those are the things I would say, um, provide the best thing. And then, you know, have some humility. Be realistic. You know, uh, cause honestly, if you're doing 80 shows, but it's 80 shows over the course of three years, then you're not going to gain a huge audience. Mm-hmm. Or if um you're doing 80 shows, but the topics are, are so niche that you can't, that, like there's such niche topics that you can't actually translate it to a wider audience, then you're going to get a hardcore group of people that really love it. But you may never get, you know, a million people because you don't talk about something a million people are interested in, you know. So those are the things I would say, man. You know, um, I think we've done a pretty good job there. Thanks for writing in. Mm-hmm. Shana writes in, I'm back. Hey, Rod and Karen. I got all caps this time. Ooh, and I got first. Yes, you did, sir. I was meaning to write you. So when I heard my name on the most recent feedback episode, I figured your ears must have been burning. Rod and I did have a rocky courtship, but now we go together. Thank you very much. Aww. Well, you know, Karen, uh, not every love story starts out <laughs> beautifully. Just beautiful. Sometimes it starts off with disagreement and discord, but you got to work through that stuff. Actually, uh, rad film lawyer, Olivia, she said on Twitter that, uh, I was probably the best person she's ever seen on Twitter at turning, uh, fights into friendships. <laughs> <laughs> cause me and some dude got into it, man. Cause he was so rude. Cause I, I was talking about this. That, that, that Sam Smith dude or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, honestly, you can't even blame these dudes because if it wasn't for black artists refusing to kind of talk about certain issues, there wouldn't be a lane for them, for the, for the corporate America to kind of whitewash the message and mm-hmm. throw it on different radio stations. I was like, cause you would have, it would have been old hat. It would have been like, well, why the fuck is Macklemore getting props when Kendrick Lamar already talked about gay? Right. Mm-hmm, but no, everybody's walking away from it. Yeah, nobody wants to do it for whatever reason. I'm not saying all the reasons are bad. I'm not saying everyone can do it. And, you know, maybe they just don't care, whatever. But certain artists could. Like, mm-hmm. Kanye's bigger than a label. Beyonce's bigger than a label. Uh, Nicki Minaj is bigger than a label. There's certain people, and they have gay fans and gay fans, but Beyonce could. Mm-hmm. Like, certain people could do this shit. They just chose not to do it. And so you can't get mad at Macklemore for... Basically coming in and 
hopping on that bandwagon and riding it to the course of a Grammy. Like mm-hmm. people could have done this if they wanted to. They just for some reason didn't want to. Right. Um, and it's funny though because that person, somebody was like, "Go to sleep," or something like that. When I when they like that was their reply to me, and I was like, "Well, that was rude." Um, <laughs> and I just replied back, "Okay." And another person retweeted them was like, "Yeah, go to sleep," and I just replied back, "Okay, guys, early in the morning, that's enough." And eventually, they did want to have a conversation. We got into a conversation about music and stuff, which I don't mind. It was very civil. Everybody's being nice. And halfway through, I went. Yeah, so now that you see that I wasn't just saying some dumb shit, you owe me an apology. And I'm not continuing this conversation until you apologize because that was fucked up, man. It hurt my feelings. And I was just just giving my opinion like anything else. And it wasn't some dumbass half-thought-out opinion. It was just it was actually a part of a bigger discussion. And you know what? That person who did apologize is like, you know what? I do apologize. Came off a little rude. And uh I was like, cool, bro. You know, I think it was Copper Soul on Twitter. And I followed him, and he followed me back, and now we're best friends. And, th- you know, sometimes you do have to, like, have some type of uh conflict, negotiation, and uh, resolution skills, in my opinion. True. Too many people are, like, so quick to write each other off on the Internet because somebody said something you know, mean or stupid. And yeah, they treat it like a battlefield versus trying to really have a conversation. Yeah, I would love to give you at least a chance to explain yourself or, you know, whatever, or at least to take back the rudeness because I don't think he's a bad person. It's just, mm-hmm. it happens on the internet all the time. You're like, I woke up like this. Well, go back to sleep, you stupid motherfucker. It's like, well, what are you so mad about? <laughs> Who pissed in your coffee? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pissed in your pancakes. Uh, the last weeks have been crazy for me. I lost my grandmother. Well, sorry to hear that, oh, Shana. me too, sweetie. And then headed out of the country for the first time with my university on a trip to South Africa three days after her funeral. Wow. Man, I bet South Africa was cool. But, yeah, that, man, that's got to suck. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my grandmama died. South Africa, yay. Like, because I'm sure before that it was like, South Africa, yeah, I'm about to go out the country, baby. But, uh, you know what, man? Uh, I bet your grandma would have uh, loved for you to be there. And, and to hear about your trip and everything right mm-hmm. so you know that's in a way fulfilling her wishes and i'm sure she would love for you to have fun there mm-hmm. and all that stuff i hope you know i don't know your grandmama so if i'm saying something crazy just take i'll take it back okay i don't know <laughs> if your grandmama hated south africa then my fault okay i've my seen bad. i saw cry freedom and i thought it was a little crazy too so um tbgwt was truly my savior it kept me laughing it kept me company during the 21 hour trip to cape town 21 hours oh my god oh ain't cape town that place we seen that documentary on cape town that fool did that dude like ship all them people that cult dude didn't that stuff happen no, in cape town that's wait you know what i don't know i want to say that's you know jonestown what? oh jonestown but, my, my wrong city but maybe that's cape town i don't know because i don't but think you know jonestown, about? jonestown wasn't a real location like he was just a white man that got there I was like i bought this land it's jonestown now <laughs> maybe it was cape town first i don't know if i'm wrong i'm sorry y'all uh, i introduced your show to new south african friends and they love it what Especially fucking with black people. As one of my compatriots explained, fucking with black people is a way of life in South Africa. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I've seen the movies. And it's sad because it's true. After all, the country operated under apartheid until 1994. 
Yes, it did. A lot of people have a tendency to forget that. Yeah, that's right. The chronic came out and then apartheid stopped. Anyway, just wanted to say hi and let you know I was back in action. See you in the chat soon. Well, I hope you had a great time out of the country. Sorry to hear about your grandmother. Yes. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Jasmine writes saying, hey, Rod and Karen. I don't know what is going on with Stitcher, but I tried to give you guys a five-star rating slash review a while back, and it never went through. Anyways, my husband and I love your show, and we're planning to become premium subscribers real soon. I've been hooked on this podcast since the Purple Wedding of Them Thrones, and of course, the inspiring grapefruiting episode. (laughs) By, By the way, guys, we have never gotten more hits on our site from one topic than grapefruit yeah say you guys can think i'm some type of weird pervert if you want Mm-mm. it ain't i'm not alone a lot of y'all secretly looking up grapefruit in yourselves oh hold on we got a phone call coming in yo you're on with the black guy tips what's up man what's up people what's going on oh hey, sweetie man. how you doing we gonna let the band- man i'm like damn okay so I'm listening, I'm like, okay, so where the voicemail's at? Because my phone keeps cutting off and on. I'm trying to listen to the show on my smartphone, but it ain't acting real smart right now. And <laughs> so every time I patch in, I'm like, where the voicemail? So I can call in and shit. So I'm like, well, goddamn. It's almost motherfucking 1 o'clock. Ain't nobody call it. You ain't, y'all ain't got no voicemail today? <laughs> no, no. Howard sent us one, but I didn't want to play it. It was too much. Howard. Howard got issues. Fuck you, Howard. You got issues, goddamn. Work them motherfucking shits out. But, man, to the, everybody out there, man, fuck y'all niggas, man. Fuck y'all motherfuckers. All y'all out there can suck a dick. Goddamn it. I mean, I'm at home convalescing and shit. Been out of action. And, you know, it's like, I got to look forward to something. I'm looking for. Y'all ain't about shit. Y'all couldn't leave a nigga nothing to listen to. Really? Not a goddamn nothing. And like today, I'm like, what the fuck? Now, what? You mean tell me? Y'all ain't got shit to say. Not a goddamn what? All y'all can suck dick. All y'all in the chat room can suck a dick this morning. Goddamn it. All y'all at home can suck a dick. You know what? Sometimes in life, you just gotta suck a dick, and the day is y'all goddamn day. Y'all gotta suck a dick today. That is just horrible. But anyway, how y'all been doing? Oh, we're doing great. We're doing great. Uh, apparently, uh, you got a lot of people grapefruiting these dicks out here for some reason. Yes, they are. Really well. We appreciate you, uh, calling in. I guess you've been disappointed with the amount of feedback lately or something? Man, this shit disgusting. Shit, fucking disgusting. And I said, like, goddamn, I said, I'm going to step back and be regular people. And like, okay, let me take a different point of view and listen what the people got to say. What I didn't count on is me getting sick right after I said that shit. Okay, fine. So, <clears throat> I wasn't able to leave no fucking feedback. Mm. You know, but I'm like, they're like, what the fuck anybody got to do? That shit is disgusting. God damn it. I can't see what the fuck going on in the goddamn chat room. <laughs> I can't see that shit. What the fuck? That don't translate, you know, on the audio end. You know, it, it really don't. You know, well, it just, what the fuck? So, um, that, that is horrible. That, that damn it, people. So, I'm thinking, okay, well, 
You know what, then? All right, if I got to step in and get it, I'll step in and do what I got to do. All right, I'm not saying, you know, that it's all about that, but God damn, somebody got to jump in and say something some goddamn time. <laughs> I mean, goddamn, Ron and Karen doing the show. I mean, they they, they busting their ass trying to find new and entertaining subject matter to bring to you, to talk about, you know, trying to find shit, you know, to get your gears in your head turning. You know, just all this shit staying up late at night, trying to find inspiration to bring it to us. And y'all niggas can't kick up the phone and say shit. <laughs> suck a dick, nigga. All y'all can suck a dick. That is just unacceptable. Oh, y'all can suck a dick this morning. God damn it. What is it? Oh, it's 12 o'clock. Y'all can suck a brunch dick. I don't give a fuck. Suck brunch dick. I don't give a fuck. That is horrible, man. That is fucking horrible. Oh. You know what I'm saying? The oh. only people that don't suck a dick, the only people that do not have to suck a dick are the premium members. I do have to give uh, Clove and Shirley a uh, shout out, man. They were I saw they were on CNN. Uh, yes, dot com. they was. They got written up uh, like last week, man. So congratulations to them, man. Mm-hmm. That's huge. on the hour report. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. They, they they trying to do some things, man. I'm just like, all right, then, all right. Well, like, shit. <laughs> I hope them people don't go to their site because ooh, they might <laughs> take that shit back. <laughs> 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 nah, but you know, it's Clover and Shirley, they, they all, you know, 
if, if they have to delete it for whatever reason, I don't. I don't take any offense to that. Yeah. I really don't. You know, because I, I can understand. But I'm just like, shit. Don't invite your shit. Them. I can post some shit. I post some <laughs> shit. And I just in one of them goddamn moves. Just you know, in one of my Dennis the Menace moves. And I'm just let me put this shit up here. So you know, I had the hobo with the with the maggot leg. You know what I'm saying? And it was a little young high schooler. Who blew his asshole out lifting weights oh, and yeah, oh, showed chill. that shit. It was the picture showed that shit. So I'm like, yeah, <laughs> this out. But apparently, people had issues with the blown out asshole and shit. I'm like, well, oh my, what the fuck? It, it, it happens, you know. It's it's, it's not like you know, motherfucker on their ass. It was it was. Look, the dude lifted weights that was too heavy. If anything, this could have been a public service announcement. You know, this could have been a warning, you know, but now they took it like, oh, this is so horrible. And fuck you motherfuckers out there. You had a problem with my shit. See, you wouldn't have had a problem on Twitter. Twitter, Twitter don't mind shit like that. I know, but Twitter is just crazy. I mean, like I say, Twitter is just. Oh my God! I don't, I don't get Twitter. Now. I'm just like, really? I mean, just being away from it for that short of time and just like, you know, easing my way back to it. I'm like, oh my God! That 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 shit is horrible. Well, that know. shit is hard. Everybody named Bay or got Bay in their name. So I had to ask my lady. I say, what the hell is Bay? Why are everybody calling themselves Bay? This B A E shit. See, shit like that. I don't know. That's how I know I'm too old for this shit. I'm like. Well, what, what the fuck happened to old slang? Funky, fresh, dope, <laughs> chill. You oh, know, what the hell? What the hell is bullshit? Oh, my God. I'm like, I, 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 don't, I, I don't get it. I don't, you know what? I knew I was too old when um, Turn Up became the shit. I'm like, because mm-hmm. at first I'd be like, Turn what up? What the fuck? <laughs> oh, okay. I think, you know what? I think I'm at my limit now. I think oh. I'm at my limit now. I don't. I don't. I- I ask, I ask them to chill. Whenever they be using them short terms and them uh, four or five letter thing, I be like, "What the fuck is this?" I just ask. I be like, "Because I y'all, don't want to be lost." Y'all sound like y'all need all y'all slang with ha 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 after it. It would be easier. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm with you, chill. Cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like a joke on the side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. That's that's why I met with mine. That's why I met with mine. You know. You know, so I'm just like, fuck all that. But every now and then, you know, I sit here and I, I read a couple of people on Twitter and they be like, yeah, 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 okay, boring. And then, and then it's like I'm out, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's pretty much it. So I, I do Facebook just because I like to fuck with people, so I get on Facebook and fuck with people. Because I know that at least they'll see it on, on, and then it's older, the older, the, I guess, well, not, not so much older, just, a little bit more subdued, and not quite on ten, as the <laughs> oh, young no. people say. You know, they're you know four, or five, and yeah. So oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's. You know, your aunt, your aunt and your grandma and stuff be on there for most people, so you don't want to say yeah, too much. Yeah, that's why they was like, no, I got to delete this. Yeah, you can't say too much crazy shit on Facebook. Your grandmama might see it. So. And she got to see you in real life. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'm glad well, you I'm glad I figure you're like this. Well, this, this. This is what I figure, Rod, mm-hmm. on the real. People who, who who befriended me or whatever, whatever, they heard me on your show, mm. okay? They know how I get down, okay? They know I, that you will suck some dicks, you will be some motherfuckers, you will be some of them from time to time. They know that. So, don't befriend me 
and then tell me I got to switch the game up. So mm. see, I, no, you want me called some nigga, you know, <laughs> you want me called some shit, okay? Because I'm not going to be like, what's up, nigga? I'm not going to be worrying about your grandma because you know what? You shouldn't have befriended me. And if your grandmama is on the same page that I am, mm-hmm. then you're going to have to choose one. You're going to have to unpick me and your grandma. That's how that shit going. I'm not switching up my shit now. You know, it's just oh, like my page is open to everybody. My mama and my relatives, they don't even know I had no Facebook account. For this reason, I ain't got to worry about them mind not on it. That, now, this is my shit. Right. Feel free. Leave whatever you want. You that's, heard that's all I'm saying. You heard it here first, y'all. Choose Chill or your grandmama. Okay? Pick one. Yeah. Get you <laughs> another page. Get you a wildlife page. And get you a go to church page. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck you got to do? But don't ask me to switch my shit up. No, sir. Don't, don't ask me to do that shit. Anyway, let me let y'all go, man. It is 1230. I know y'all got some kind of something for lunch. Yeah, we got to eat. For lunch. Oh, we got to eat, man. We'll probably do some sushi or something today, man. I'm feeling feel like some sushi. Why not? You know? Oh, shit, then. All right, then, Mr. Sriracha. How's Ultra Dola, How's Ultra Dola doing? She's fine. She's uh, in D.C. visiting her grandma, okay. cooking for her grandma. So uh, she's doing her thing. And uh, I just got to phone her a little while ago. And uh, she's having a good time up there. And uh, I'm having a good time because my kitty had little bitty kittens, and I'm just not seeing them for the first time. Okay. So... I'm finna go fuck my little kitty cat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, you know, you yeah. did have a thing for pussy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, real. And I got four of them. <laughs> four pussy. Four new pussy. So, <laughs> hey, you don't have to worry about hey, none of them. You don't have to worry about none of them being grilled cheese. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Carrie, I know that brings that horrible memory for you, Carrie. I know you are still not right after that. I know, and I apologize, but you, you had to learn that, Carrie. You had to learn what it was. I just love that all the new listeners to the show right now got to be like, what the fuck, fuck are they talking about? Right. <laughs> That's like, who is this woman and what are they talking about? Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, well. You got to go back and dig and find out from the first time I was on the show. That's what you got to go do. Go get premium and find them archives, everybody. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah, because, you know, I'm thinking to explain it. Unless Karen explains it, I'm not explaining shit no more. Yeah. <laughs> That, that oh, traumatizes man. Karen. Every time the mere, the mere mention of grilled cheese, it traumatizes <laughs> Karen. So that's what we're gonna give him lunch today: grilled cheese sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> we're we, we gonna put a tomato and bacon on it, <laughs> make it extra crispy. <laughs> oh, oh shit, man! Oh, oh lord. <laughs> It was good catching Y'all up, Jill. Um, yes. You, take care. Take care of yourself, and uh, you know, t- tell Audrey Dola we said what's up. I sure will. Love y'all. You, you too, too sweetie. All right. Bye bye. Peace. Peace. Oh man, love you some chill, man. It's been a while since we heard from Chill. Good to hear her oh, voice. Oh my god. Whew. And uh, all y'all better suck some dicks and get on these voicemails, apparently. Except for the premiums. Yeah, except for the premium people. You guys get a reprieve, but uh, all y'all regular listeners better uh, 
hop to it shit's getting real out here in these streets uh dick seasons dick sucking season is upon us apparently so uh my husband and i love the show we're planning to come premium subscribers real soon i have been hooked to on your podcast is a purple wedding of dim thrones and of course the inspiring great food and episode listening to you guys are one of the highlights of my day and i love absolutely love your southern accent karen thank you thanks for your entertainment before i go did you guys get this attachment this weekend we're planning to see relatives in detroit and i went on groupon to find some good deals on things to do but instead i stumbled across a groupon to see lil boosie live at the masonic temple for 34 percent off what the fuck lord take care and love jasmine simone thank you jasmine we appreciate it lil boosie oh oh lord 18 dollars off 35 dollars that is one thing about um groupon you okay you find out who fell off right like who ain't doing so well is the k michelle concert 35 percent off You're like right. wow but yeah a little bit i'll tell 50 you 50 percent off tell you what i wouldn't do go to a little boozy concert in detroit Mm-mm. okay how much they didn't get them shits to me for free yeah. uh yeah the only free boozy i want to see is free tickets and i'd sell them i would not go Mm-mm. it's not even worth it nope that I feel like a, a free, a little boosty concert comes with a free shooting. You get free bullets at the doors. One, one, one side of, one out of every hundred people that enter gets a free bullet just shot right into their ass. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow, uh, with, uh, Chris Lambert. We got a bunch of guests this week. Chris Lam- we got Chris Lambert on Sunday. On uh, Monday, we have, uh, Brown Skin and Glasses, uh, as they formerly were known as, but Lamont and Rhett, uh, from that, uh, podcast. Uh, and now the Black and East Chick podcast and, uh, the LS Rules podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tuesday, we're going to do the first ever Dat Blood. We'll see how that goes. How your fingers crossed. Not sure. Cause that show's not as good. If it'll be as good as Dem Thrones. And then, uh, Wednesday, we have JL Covan back. So got us a nice little roster of people coming, man. We'll talk to you guys, uh, tomorrow. Karen's got a medium, uh, a little smacking good. She's recording today. So. Uh, we're in full swing over here, guys, and we will have a nerd off very soon. I need to email some people, find out who can make it and who can't, but we do need a post E3 nerd off mm-hmm. for everybody. So, uh, constantly working, constantly grinding, constantly doing all this stuff so that, uh, we can make all the people proud that do pay for the premium and for the people who just want to listen on the regular and spread the word. Want to definitely have a show worthy of that. Uh, until tomorrow, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.